everybody, welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I am your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. Today, we are talking about the incredibly boring Hulk. Pun intended. Pun, yes, pun intended. <laughs> Maybe that made it more confusing, because it's not the Incredible Hulk, it's this just, just Hulk. Hulk. But if you... not, not even the Hulk. Hulk. Unless you rent it from Amazon, in which case it is called The Hulk for some reason. I hadn't seen this movie since I was maybe like 10 years old, and at the time I was like, this is fine, I guess, it's boring, whatever. I only really remembered the Hulk dogs. I remembered the weird desert dream that Betty Ross has. That was something that always stuck out to me. It's just a weird fucking thing. And of course I remembered all the transitions, but I don't know if I noticed those when I was when I actually watched it or if I noticed it until I saw internet videos later that made fun of that. Yeah, the entire movie is just transitions. Because... Like, not even, like, between scenes, like, just in the middle of a scene there will be a transition. Yeah, there's a lot of split screening because it's supposed to look like comics. It's supposed to be comic panels. It just reminded me of, like, some weird, like, soap opera. Yeah, it's a weird... It was just really, like, weirdly overdramatic. It's very, like, ambitious in a terrible way like it's trying to be something and it's just annoying and wacky and i think I it's know. i think it's like one of the only fun things in this movie i think it's <laughs> i think it's kind of like okay so you know like suicide squad how most of that oh, movie's God. most of that movie is really bleak but then there'll be like harley quinn then say like a bunch neon of stuff green. with gross like color correction neon colors it's kind of what it feels like it's like retroactively trying to make it fun and I think it's probably because this is made by a guy who's never read a comic book, but he's like, that's what comic books are, right? It's just weird transitions and make everything look like a comic panel. I don't think it works. I think yeah. it's bad. <laughs> just like a lot of this movie. I don't hate this movie. I think it's just kind of boring, but there's there's some interesting stuff in here. There's uh, some talk questionable about. decisions. Oh my god, the is movie. there? Yeah. It was released on June 20th of 2003. Budget of $137 million. To clarify... One million dollars of that budget was just on transitions. <laughs> yeah, you know, they fucking might as well have been. What would that have been? Like Premiere Pro two or something? Yeah. Uh, a box office two hundred forty-five point four. So it made it made more than twice its budget. Although they always say to double the box or double the budget as like because like half of that's probably spent on marketing. This has a pretty good teaser trailer that I remembered seeing back when, and then I rewatched it today. It's just like Bruce Banner, He's it's not in the actual movie, but it's Bruce Banner in his house, and he's like, oh, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And then you don't see the Hulk, but you see like the side of the house, and the door just, ca- like the, the wall just caves in, and then it f- everything flies out at the screen, and it just says Hulk, and it's like, that's kind of, like, it's cool. They tried. <laughs> they tried, and it's a good teaser trailer, but it doesn't make it a good movie, because it had that. This was... No, the entire movie is just based on how good the trailers are. Well, that's obviously. the only... That, the, maybe the fucking box office is. <laughs> because Hulk is definitely one of the flagship Marvel characters. It's like Wolverine, Spider-Man, and Hulk. Back then it was, anyway. And this is the first time you get a real Hulk, because everybody watched that Hulk show when it was on. That gets parodied and lots of stuff. And it was way better than this. It was, yeah, it was. I really missed Phil Bixby. We got our Lou Ferrigno cameo, though. That's fun. Yeah. Because he was a secure... We, we got two of our cameos out of the way immediately with fucking Stan Lee talking to Lou Ferrigno, which... That's fun. That's fun that you get to see those two guys together. Both of them are in The Incredible Hulk, so they get... They get cameos, so that's fun. It's, that's great to see him. This was directed by Ang Lee, who's a very famous guy. He only got this because he just made Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is like, that was like one of the biggest movies of the, the first decade of the 2000s. He also made Life of Pi, and he made Brokeback Mountain, and he made last week's 
hit film, Gemini Man, to Will Smith's That's All Ang Lee, baby. That's all him. And I feel like if you watch that movie, you might be able to tell. I haven't seen it. I, I but... can't tell if this movie is out of place or fits perfectly with well, his resume. I mean, I, the only action movies... Oh, my dogs are freaking out. The only action movies he's really done are Crouching Tiger and this and Gemini Man. Because, like, Life of Pi and Brokeback Mountain... Those no, are Life v- of Pi is action-packed. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. Wow. Watching that kid on that boat with a tiger for... You know what's weird? That tiger's name is Richard Parker. That's the name of Peter's dad. And it came out <laughs> the same year as The Amazing Spider-Man. Why does the tiger have a full name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember that movie very much. I saw it when it came out. And, and is, is that just a coincidence, or is that like? Yeah, uh, yeah, it is a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I think he probably won an Oscar for Crouching Tiger and Brokeback Mountain. Actually, this is from an Oscar. Oh, let me double check that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. And this is a star-studded affair too. You have Nick Nolte as his dad, which in the comics, I think Bruce's dad's name is Brian Banner, but they changed it to David Banner in honor of Bill Bixby, who... And you get, like, Bruce changing his last name in this. That's a fun little throwback to to the show. Yep, he won Best Director for Brokeback Mountain and Life of Pi, and was nominated for Best Director for Crouching Tiger. So, he's won two Oscars for Best Director, and nominated for one. This film is probably the biggest, like, sore thumb out of his filmography. Like, it's it's the elephant in the room, I think. It's the Hulk in the room. This was written, and oh my god, are these do these guys have some awesome credits? James Seamus, actually, I couldn't find anything on him, but the other writer, John Turman, he wrote Rise of the Silver Surfer, and, personal favorite of mine, Ben 10 Alien Swarm, the live-action Ben 10 TV movie. No. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> we need to find a way to talk about that. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought about that in the longest fucking time until I saw I didn't even know that, that existed. It's amazing. I mean, it's not. It's <laughs> no, absolutely I'm sure it's not. great. Composed by Danny Elfman. I didn't know that. he composed everything. I guess so, but that's... I never knew. It's, it's a fine score. <laughs> I didn't think about it that much. When it was happening at the opening, I was like, oh yeah. There's a lot of distractions from the score. <laughs> so, Eric Bana is Hulk, and I think... Not a very good one, th- but he is a Hulk. <laughs> I think he's only cast because his name is Eric Bana. That's exactly what I think it is. Bruce ba- So I think we will refer to him from now on as Bruce Bana, just I, because it makes the most sense. I think this is a situation where, like... A Mark Webb? Yeah. Where Mark Webb directs the Amazing Spider-Man movies, because that's his name. I guess you just gotta get really lucky, or I guess for everybody that has to watch these movies, extremely unlucky. <laughs> yeah, well, if we're floating Bruce Banner, I would also float Don't Make Me Angly can be something, too. I think we can throw that out into the world, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's only been ten minutes, and I can already tell this episode's gonna be rough. It's gotta be Ang- <laughs> Angly, Angly's face on the Hulk's body, please. <laughs> and thank you. Somebody make that, I will buy it from Redbubble. <laughs> I will wear it every time we record. We'll start doing the show visually. Just so people can just see for your that, shirt. just for the shirt. Oh no, you're getting one too. I'm, oh, okay. I will buy you one, and we will wear them together. <laughs> there will be a photo shoot. It'll be great. Guess who was approached to be the Hulk in 2003? Edward Norton. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, of course, would never be cast as the Hulk later on. Unfortunately, no, he never. could have done something with the role. We'd never see that happen. Too bad. I, I think he could have brought something to the character more than Eric Bana did, anyway. In the 90s, when they were going to make a Hulk movie, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise, Steve Buscemi, and Jeff Goldblum. I know that might be a little bit of an information dump. I could not imagine 
any of those people Jeff, doing it. Jeff Goldblum doing it is too much like the fly. Like, he has this weird secret thing. I don't know. Oh, also, just a thing I'm gonna forget. One of the... Oops. The Frosted Tips guy in this movie, like, the guy who works under General Ross, I guess, something, I don't remember his name, but his last name is Talbot, and this is gonna be a stretch, this is one of my famous huge stretch references. Alright, here we go. So, the Wolfman, right? Okay, oh god. <laughs> the alter ego of the Wolfman is Larry Talbot, and he's a guy who, he's a normal guy, but then he turns into the Wolfman and he doesn't want to, because he fucking kills people and causes a lot of destruction. His name being Talbot in this movie, could that be an allusion to the whole Hulk thing? Because that's the story of the Hulk, basically. No. No, okay. Fuck me then, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but that's the thing I was definitely going to forget. That guy is so boring. Really? Yeah. He's <laughs> so boring. He seems like some guy on, like, the OC or something. Like, he's not a Hulk villain. I mean, it's to the point where we don't even remember what his name was. Glenn. I'm not Glenn. even sure they even. Yeah, he's like bad Aldridge Killian from Iron Man. And then 3. he, and then he just like dies out of nowhere. Oh, that's one of the worst fucking comic book things in the yeah. world. <laughs> he shoots a rocket behind himself and blows himself up, but he's like frozen with a white outline around him. And then the in fire a freeze comes frame, in. and fucking plug-in fire just goes around him to signify that he has been killed. That's awful. So what's the story of this movie? Um, what do you think the story was? The Hulk fucking jumps around a desert for half the movie. Oh my god, does he? Yeah. It starts with him being born the Hulk. Yeah. Because his, his dad, dad was doing experiments on himself and then passed it on to his son. Yeah. And then I tried guess... to murder his son because his weird experiments went into his son. <laughs> and then killed... He killed Bruce's mom in front of him, so Bruce lives with a lady that we... His foster mom that we see in one scene for, like, five seconds. I feel like the entire beginning of the movie was, like, so confusing. It's the biggest <laughs> exposition dump we've gotten. Like, I complained about Daredevil, but that oh, looks no, like fucking so Deadpool worse. compared to this. Like, like it, it... My fucking God. At least in Daredevil, it made sense it's in very this, cut it and jumps dry. around and so it, much and it keeps coming back to it it keeps coming back to him and seeing his dad like that's really ominous when you first see like his dad just throw his mom into a room they're screaming i'm like what the fuck is this and they show this it could be terrible then they show the exact same scene five more times yeah and it's just like oh you know he was gonna kill the kid but then he killed the mom instead i was like oh that's not as scary as it could like it could have been anything i don't know yeah that's a weird that's a weird thing because this movie is very meandering for a superhero movie it takes a lot of time but I, you can't call it a slow burn either just because it's not There's when <laughs> when things happen you only call something a slow burn if it's like real slow and then it ends fucking amazingly and you're so glad you waited i didn't it just got dumber. It's too dumb to be a slow It's burn. just like there was the fuel for the fire, and then the fire never got ignited. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, exactly. It was stamped out the second there was a fucking spark. There it was, was a spark, and then somebody just poured water over it. And that spark was the Hulk poodle. <laughs> you know, I don't even want to talk about that yet, because there's... This yeah, is we'll, a, we'll save it. <laughs> cement the story. His dad's also working at the lab where he works with Betty Ross and Betty and him used to be a thing. Betty played by Jennifer Connelly. So the little girl from Labyrinth. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful young girl whose stepmother always made her stay home with the baby. She's all And of course she's in the MCU again. She's Karen. Well, if I were her, 
I wouldn't be disappointed at all. She talks to Peter in the suit. That's her. And she's married to Paul Bettany. So there's a lot of layers here. A lot of connections. There really is. And Nick Nolte is the Hulk's dad. And he's crazy. And I couldn't understand a word he said because he mumbled all of his lines. No, I had the (laughs) captions on for this whole fucking movie. And I do that a lot. I don't know why. It's just... Because all these movies are super quiet. But I do that with, like, everything. I just... It helps you not miss as much stuff. And a lot of the time I like to watch stuff late at night and I don't want to interrupt everybody who's sleeping, so I'll do that. But in this, you really need it. Like, another thing, I was watching, like, Rocky the other day and you can't understand (laughs) a thing he said. Like, he's a lot more audible in the sequels, but in that that first one, it's the first thing he's ever done except those pornos. And so he's like, It's a fucking headache. Like, it's really... Whatever. And then they we'll, made seven more movies. When we do every Rocky movie ever, then we'll, we'll talk oh, yeah. about it. I assume we'll just do this until we're dead. Uh, that's, that's... We'll just keep jumping to different things. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> we'll do every movie ever. We'll just watch every movie ever made. I thought the train was going to come out of the screen. <laughs> we're going to watch Thomas Edison electrocute that elephant. <laughs> every time Thomas Edison electrocutes an elephant ever... Put that on a t-shirt. I will wear it. This is the t-shirt episode. We got... We Our got, call for fan art. We got merch ideas. Oh, shit. <laughs> Speaking of weird collabs, I totally forgot to mention, the same day this is going up, I'm going to be on an episode of Podcasters Assemble. I'm actually going to be on an episode for the next, like, seven weeks, so get ready for that. <laughs> you might remember when we started this show, they were doing all the, like, Avengers movies. I was on the Endgame episode. This time, they're doing all the Star Wars movies leading up to the Rise of Skywalker. There will be an episode of that out about the Phantom Menace. I'll be on that. It's on, like, the Probably Work Network. I'll link that below. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Excited for that. They look for, like, more positive stuff, so it's really hard to find positive stuff to say about that movie, but I I mustered. So if you want to hear me struggle a little bit (laughs) to support my friends on that network. If you want to see Gabe lie on a podcast. Well, I said the only (laughs) things I did like, but... Yeah, listen to that below, because that's a lot more structured and better than this. And there's lots of talented people on that. I'll have more details about who else will be on that next week, probably, when we do Attack of the Clones. So definitely check that out. I can't believe I almost forgot that. That could have been bad. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about when he gets, like, the weird powers, because I don't oh. understand how his powers work. So he becomes the Absorbing Man, who's a he's a classic Hulk villain. Usually he's bald and has, like, a... What's the thing? Like, a morning star? What, it's, like, the ball on the chain, like, the spike ball. What's that called? It's, like, a mace or something. Yeah, I, don't know. I think that's a morning star. Okay, sure. yeah. So it's that. Usually he has that, and he can absorb Ball metal and stuff. on a chain stuff. with spikes in it. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't have that in this. He's Nick Nolte, and he's absorbing metal, but he will leave his arm on something, and only part of his arm will absorb it. Only, like, his fingers will go. Until the <laughs> end, when he becomes, like, water titans and shit. <laughs> he becomes an electric an electricity monster and then he goes into the ocean and then hulk gives him all of his power somehow and then he and explodes. it's too much power it's the fucking end of kingdom of the crystal skull where they get too much knowledge and she explodes in this he gets too much power and I, he explodes i think the funniest thing in this whole movie is just seeing the gross whatever it hulk. is it's gonna be the hulk dogs it's well that yeah that's it. great but it's very good i don't know why it was so funny to me but seeing the gross hulk his own like his only line <laughs> as uh, the take, Hulk take it, take it all and then take it all his dad explodes 
Yeah, that's hilarious. It's that's pretty good, honestly. It's one of the best movies I ever saw. I guess we gotta talk about the Hulk then. We gotta talk about the Hulk's design. I hate it. But <laughs> I hate it when you first see it. But for some reason I think it looks better in daylight than it does at night. I think Barely. It, I think it looks okay when he's jumping around the desert. I don't think that's that bad. When it's nighttime and he's destroying that house, it looks fucking off. I don't know what the difference is for me. I, I think actually seeing him makes it better, which yeah, you'd think it'd I, be the opposite. I think it's because it's, like, early 2000s CG, so yeah. they don't have, like, lighting down very well, so it just automatically no, looks weird. And, like, the eyes are off. I don't know if he's too big or not big enough. or No, if he's, he's definitely too big. But he's so stubby, and he grows. Yeah, there's... It's it's weird because it like, looks like he grows, but I then also, he... in some shots, he looks like he's like twenty feet tall. But I... Hulk is never has never been like a giant. I mean, I'm he's sure he been... has been, but it's not not this era, not this era. Of he's Hulk. usually like only a couple feet taller than a normal person, not to, not an actual giant. And I think it's supposed to be like the angrier he gets, he, the more he grows. But I never got a sense of that. No, that's it... not a thing. To me, it looked like the more he got hurt, the more he would grow, because he would get shot, and then it would look like he would grow, yeah. but he didn't seem like he was getting more angry. But it'd be nice if somebody fucking said, here's another one of your powers, because also, like, he flies for a <laughs> Like, there's a part when he jumps, and it's like, did fucking Blender, or whatever they used to animate this, go wrong? Because he's, like, he's hovering, and he's moving forward in the middle of his jump, and not, like, a normal jump. And that's because I did some research. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about at the end when it was like there was lightning and it was showing flashes of him, but it looked like no. he kept jumping over no, and over talking again. About in the desert. Yeah. Because he does some big jumps and then he like... And they look dumb. <laughs> but he looks like he can fly and I did some research and apparently, initially, the Hulk could fly. So... Why? I don't know. It's like issue three, he flies or something and then they just stop doing that because it's bad. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But I will say, he does feel like a fucking force of nature. Like, he does feel very powerful. And I think that's good. Like, he's... I, I enjoy when he's throwing tanks around. I think that's kind of fun. I like when he... I really like when he bends the barrel of that tank to that, point at the that guy. That was pretty good. It's a good moment. But I felt like in that entire scene, it just looked like he was struggling so much. <laughs> yeah. I, like, it was weird how much it looked like he was struggling. I thought the progression <laughs> of him getting his ass beat was alright, because it starts and he's more powerful, and then it goes on, and he's just so tired. And I kind of like that, because, like, you would be. But also, this really makes me appreciate the Edward Norton Hulk a lot more, because I do like that movie. I think I've only seen it all the way through, like, once, but most, I remember it being okay. Most people don't give a lot of credit because it's it's like the stepchild of the MCU. It's like, oh, yeah, this counts, but it, does, it doesn't matter. It we'll, doesn't really count. We'll bring back General Ross and whatever, but we're not gonna... But I think that movie's got a lot of great stuff in it, and it's certainly better than this, and I think he's too ripped in that movie, but it's still a much better design, think... and the hair is really good, and he's... I don't know, he looks like a thing in that. I think... The Hulk looking too ripped is a lot better than him looking like in this, where he's just like a rubbery, like, ball, pretty much. Like, he looks mm. too round to me. I think that's what's, like, so off about it. He doesn't look muscly enough. No. He just he, looks really round. He's round and stubby. He has, like, almost, like, a Hulk dad bod, which yeah, is gross. Yeah, but his limbs are small. Yeah. And not a Hulk dad bod like Professor Hulk does and No, in it's like... like... It's like unintentional a lot of this is unintentional yeah 
his like yell like his yelling felt like really empty like it didn't feel mm-hmm. like there was very much power behind like it. it's mixed wrong yeah. or there should be some sort of physical thing when he does but it. he just kind of does it and it's kind of just hollow like it's not really scary or anything no <laughs> it just sounds like a guy yelling well i know you personally cower behind the couch every time he talks in the movies oh yeah <laughs> so i understand that this is a bit of a departure he's, he's but scary he's a scary he's a big man he's a big green man you don't know what he's gonna do sam elliott looks weird with short hair i'll fucking tell you that much <laughs> I like him a lot. He's great in Roadhouse. He's great in The Big Lebowski. He's great in A Star is Born from last year. Bradley Cooper and I Lady think Gaga. even in this, he's pretty good. He's good, but he looks weird. He shouldn't have the crew cut. We're actually going to see him again in Ghost Rider. So he's in Ghost Rider 2 where he actually... Oh, I didn't even think about that He yet. properly looks like Sam Elliott. He looks like... And he's not a patch on William Hurt and The Incredible Hulk. Because he's fucking oh, great. Oh, no, yeah. And that's why they brought him back, I think, in, like, Civil War and all those, because he's so good. As far as I'm concerned, that man's whole body's property of the U.S. Army. <laughs> Jennifer Conley is someone I like a lot, but she has nothing to do in this yeah, movie. Yeah, she's kind of boring She's in working this. 9 to 5. At the- working 9 to 5! The office with fucking Bruce Banner. They're exploding frogs, which I that really like. so out of nowhere. It was so violent and... Well, when they showed the frog, I'm like, the frog's gonna fucking explode. Like, I, I, there's no way I that mean, frog's not gonna explode. I, but I, I didn't expect it, it to be like. Yeah, I was expecting it to explode, but like off screen, not them show graphically it like blown, like it like slowly inflating and then bursting. And what's disturbing about that is there's no sound when it explodes because they're watching it on a monitor. It's so it's, uncomfortable. It's silent. There's that it's guy. It's fucking eye explodes first. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even notice. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, its eye goes, like, it, like, shoots out, and then it explodes. Okay, yeah, great. so gross. Great. I hate it. I'd love to make that a gif and just send that to people. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Frog explodes. I'm, no, it does not. No one remembers this goddamn movie. Yeah, it's fair. There's no way. <laughs> Other than for the Hulk dogs. Uh, Hulk dogs. But do people know about that? I'm sure, I'm sure some people know about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some weird people like us that, that know about it. Are we to that point where we want to talk about the Hulk dogs? Or is that the magnum opus? I mean, opus? that's like the, that's like the one thing in this movie that's like kind of interesting. And I kind of really enjoyed that. That whole sequence that's all right fine let's talk about the hulk dogs so this whole time nick nolte who plays the hulk's dad and basically the thing with his dad is he was locked up as insane 30 years ago because he fucking murdered his wife and tried to murder his kid by and, general ross that's and why he was also doing illegal ex- experiments on himself <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, all that shit, because, you know, <laughs> it's the classic, we're running out of time and funding. It's what Norman Osborn just did a few movies ago. We're going back to formula. <laughs> back to formula. <laughs> yeah, it's that. It's the same fucking thing. And so General Ross locks him up. That's why General Ross doesn't like Bruce, even though, you know, it's weird that he doesn't like Bruce, but also Betty and Bruce were dating. Like, because the reason should be because he puts his daughter in danger. It shouldn't be because fucking... He's a spooky green monster. No, it's... Even though he doesn't know he's a spooky green monster. It should be because he's a spooky green monster. It shouldn't be because of his daddy. Because his daddy did some stuff. Also, I want to talk about daddies. (laughs) No. This This sounds bad. This is a film about dads. (laughs) It really is. And I was going to text you that while I was watching it. But I was like, no, I'm saving this for on air. This is good enough to be on the show. (laughs) Nothing is good enough to be on the show. You're right. It's over. No. (laughs) The whole thing is like... Betty and her dad, and Bruce and his dad, and it makes me wonder if Ang Lee and his dad are okay. <laughs> because yeah. the whole thing is dads 
not understanding and repressing and it's like it's weird because they're not teenagers they're They're like like 35 (laughs) they're like fully grown adults that still hate their parents and that's okay, but they hate them like a teenager does. Bruce doesn't hate his dad, Bruce just doesn't know his dad, and a lot of it is him trying to jog his memory about what happened with his father, because he fucking watched his dad murder his mom in front of him when he was four, but he's forgotten about that, and Betty hates her dad for some reason. Because he's a bad parent or something. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't care about her or something. And left her at an ice cream shop. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is the most striking piece of imagery in this whole movie to me <laughs> oh, that no. has always stuck out in my head, and I've never known what to make of it. There's a... F- I don't know if it's a flashback or if it's just happening. I think it's a flashback to when Betty and Bruce were together, and she's telling him about this dream they had, or dream she had. She was, like, three years old, and she was at an ice cream shop with her dad keep in mind that this is on a military base so there's just an ice cream where shop they at a lived base. i guess <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so she has a dream that her dad is there at an ice cream shop and then he leaves and she's like crying or looking around the ice cream shop it's so uncomfortable and she's looking around for her dad and then she finds bruce as a fully grown eric banna and, and he, he strangles her, her. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I would never hurt you. And it's never addressed again. And that's, like, actually interesting. And and I want to know what's going on there. Also, she says that she's positive that it wasn't just a dream and that it was a memory. But there's no way. (laughs) Yeah, this is about fucking dads and memories. That can be the name of this episode, Dads and Memories. Yeah, I think this... Make it a (laughs) t-shirt. We will buy all these t-shirts. This movie is just the incredible daddy issues. Yeah, it's the incredible daddy issues, which I'm sure is a porno somewhere. Probably, which is gross. Franny watched it last night. That's why he remembers Oh yeah, I didn't watch this movie. I watched that instead. Would you like to tell us the plot no I'm i bet good. i bet it makes more sense than this fucking movie so it's in an ice cream shop <laughs> and we go back to the hulk dog yeah so <laughs> his dad is working as a janitor in the laboratory and i think that happened in one of the bill bixby movies but i can't remember where somebody's working as a janitor it might even i think He's it was the janitor it was bruce working as a janitor that was in death i think so maybe that's a callback. It doesn't matter. The point is, he brings these three dogs, the most fucking menacing dogs you've ever seen, Even though to one work. of them is a poodle? <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's huge like poodle. It's a really poodle big fucking poodle. It doesn't look like a dog that could exist. It's like a person-sized poodle, pretty much. Oh, well, all of them are, like, human-sized. And there's a poodle, a, a bulldog, and, like, a Rottweiler or something. Yeah. I, I don't remember. He has these dogs... I, I guess at some point Betty visits his dad, which that's an uncomfortable scene because he gets really close to her, and I was like, yeah. "No!" And also, he's kind of a creepy old man. <laughs> yeah, well, he's fucking Nick Nolte. He's so scary, <laughs> and I think this is around the time where like he got arrested for drunk driving. It's not that that's, sounds about right. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. He gets mad about that and sends Hulk dogs to her house because those dogs he's infused with gamma radiation and they're weird. No, de- not radiation. Apparently. They have some of Bruce's DNA in them. Okay, great. So which they're is Hulk so dogs. much worse and way creepier. Yeah, because how did he get it? Yeah, one, how did he get it? And two, why are you putting your son's DNA in a bunch of dogs? <laughs> yeah, I don't like him having vials of his son's DNA. In his That's <laughs> fucking weird and creepy. I don't like that at all. The Hulk dogs go to attack Betty, and they are stopped by Hulk in the best scene in the movie? 
which includes two dick-related moments <laughs> that I have shown my whole family. In fact, last night I paused it after rewinding it about ten times and showed my brother who was trying to sleep. Because Hulk gets his dick bit. Also, now we have the size of Hulk's dick, and it's a big dick. Don't worry. So now we have Hulk's dick and his ass in a movie. That's great, because his ass is in Thor Ragnarok. Don't worry about it. Point is... you with dicks for the past couple episodes, Gabe? Are you trying to just, say something? No, there's just a lot of dicks in these movies. It's all, it's all I can uh-huh. say. Or lack of dick in the case of Daredevil. Point is... Point is, don't dwell on the dick, Franny. Make that a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um... I know, I know the new I know the new catchphrase for this show. Ten, it's gonna be like Family Matters. We're gonna have ten fucking catchphrases oh, by the end of this. A dog bites Hulk on the dick, and then it's not. But like the poodle does it, and then a different dog he grabs by the leg and punches in the dick. And if you put it in point twenty five speed, you can see that that dog has balls. So it's getting punched in its unneutered dick. And I have seen that so many times in the last 12 hours. <laughs> it's so funny, and I'm so glad it exists, and I can't believe I've gone so long without knowing about that. I it's do- just Hulk grabbing a dog and <laughs> punching it in the dick. I don't know why, that instead of thinking about that, I just think of near the end of this scene, where a oh. dog is, is like, it, it's bitten him on the shoulder, and then he, he flexes and breaks the dog's <laughs> jaw. By yeah. fucking flexing. He fucking murders these dogs so hard. And, and for when some he does reason, it, they explode they in green tr- gas. It's like a video game. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm but surprised it they didn't drop fucking coins. It does, yeah, right, exactly. Give him a fucking extra life <laughs> in the shape of his cartoon face. But it doesn't matter because it doesn't make it any less violent when he rips a dog in half. Uh, he punches a dog in the dick and rips it in half. It's the same dog. He graphically breaks a dog's jaw on his arm. A dog... And then throws it into a tree, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he throws it into, like, space and it explodes. <laughs> and a dog bites his arm and he bites the dog's arm back. Like, it's a oh, fucking yeah. cartoon. And it's the best part of the movie. And everyone should look that up I on wish, YouTube. I wish that it was... Two hours and thirteen minutes of, of dog that fight. Instead. Well, apparently that was supposed to be a lot longer, which already felt pretty long. Yeah. It already felt like that was enough. Hulk just runs around the desert and does big jumps, and I that stuff I kind of enjoy because no, I remember it. It was the opposite for me. I oh, really? It. it was so boring. It was like the same exact scene for about forty-five minutes. I did fall asleep during the absorbing man fight. I had to rewatch it this morning. I fell asleep during all the desert stuff a little. Oh, yeah? It's not exactly interesting for 45 minutes of this two-hour movie. (laughs) No, maybe not. Maybe not. And then he ends up in San Francisco. (laughs) Yeah, inexplicably. Somehow. Oh, they almost send him to space (laughs) by sacrificing a... I don't uh, (laughs) think a fighter jet can go into space. I was going to do some research, but I forgot. I think the the pilot definitely would have either passed out or died at that height. And there's no way that fucking... That plane could have gotten that yeah. high. It went to space. Yeah, it literally went all the way up to space. And it's trying to be like comic booky, but there's there's like a point, a bunch <laughs> of serious shit. You can't do that because Hulk flies a Quinjet into space in Age of Ultron. But that's like a fucking fantasy sci-fi thing. This is like realistic military. Yeah, that's that's real like, world shit. I'm sure that's a real fighter plane. Yeah, it's a little more believable than just a normal like fighter jet. Yeah, just going directly a lot more. up into space. I mean, it still doesn't make any sense. That got really far into space. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll talk about that in like fucking forty episodes. And or that pilot, that 
was still somehow conscious during that. He had the oxygen to be able to scream even though he's in space where oxygen does not exist. Something really weird about the whole San Francisco part. How did this street get destroyed? Hulk. Yeah, obviously, but like... He smashed. No, he didn't. Hulk smashed. He was underground. Yeah, but he was smashing up. <laughs> what the fuck? Uppercuts. Uppercuts to the, he was just... to the f- ceiling, <laughs> which is the road. God, Franny, you fucking idiot or something? God. Just so dumb and unnecessary. Yeah, well, that should be the fucking title of it. That's actually the quote on the DVD: "Dumb and unnecessary." <laughs> the the, the DVD, Roger Ebert review. Yeah, the, the DVD looks like uh, the actual title is "The Incredible Daddy Issues," and the review quote is just unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, bad. <laughs> this is a weird film. This is a weird movie to exist. You know what? The video game have come around on. The tie-in really? game for this is not that bad. It has you were a lot saying of... it was pretty bad when you first told well, me about it. Well, it's like Ultimate Destruction without the open world, so that it's fine. not fun at all. It's, there's a boss battle that, like, infuri- I feel like most boss battles do this, infuriates me while I'm playing it, and then after I'm like, that was really fun. <laughs> That's how I feel about a lot of stuff. That's just what happens when you're bad at video That's games. That's <laughs> me. That's me. But you're ha- like, it's like got actual comic book shit in it like it's got ravage who's just another hulk because most hulk villains are another hulk but it's got ha- the first boss battle is against half-life he has a valve i feel like most but hulk he's like a, he's a vampire <laughs> he's an energy vampire and yes most of them are other hulks because there's like green hulk there's like normal hulk and then there's red hulk red and hulk then there's the gray hulk gray hulk and then there's abomination and then and ravage the and said. then there's fucking <laughs> yeah there's everyone's a hulk Put that on a t-shirt. Everybody's in a universe where every superhero is just another version of Hulk. There's no way that doesn't exist. Iron Man is just Hulk in the Hulkbuster. Captain America is Hulk. Captain America has probably been Hulk. Who would be the best Avenger to be Hulk that isn't Thor? (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, that'd be terrifying. Ghost Rider, but it's the Hulk. Great, I'll take it. Howard the Duck, but he's Hulk. Hulk the Duck. Hulkard (laughs) the Duck. We'll have to get Ed Gale on and talk about Hulk the (laughs) Duck to him. I'm sure he'll love that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> oh, no. The Absorbing Man. What the fuck? Nick Nolte, what the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> what a terrible idea. What a terrible movie. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's fine, it's but whatever. it's pretty bad. Like, I don't really have that it's, much of It's not even bad for, like, anything that's in the movie other than the Ugly Hulk. And it it's makes no like, sense. Yeah, and it makes no sense, but, like, it's not. It's a pretty movie most of the time when the Hulk isn't jumping around. It's, but that's most of fine. the movie. Yeah. And most of the movie takes place in a desert or in, like, the same two rooms, so I wouldn't say this movie This movie is exactly I pretty. like some of the desert stuff. I think some of that looks fine. He jumps across some, like, actual sand dunes yeah, and stuff I when mean, he isn't just running across the The whole sand dunes thing, that's, like, kind of whatever. But, yeah. like, once he's out of that and jumping around, I guess that's kind of pretty it's not the worst yeah but it might be the worst of the theatrically released things like blade 2 is more competent than this the worst hulk yeah yeah he is the worst hulk and it's not eric banna's not even his fault it's just like this movie's just not very good no but i mean at the same time i feel like he's just not good for the role like i I just don't think think he's miscast But maybe if this had a better script, he could. If it wasn't written by the guy who wrote Ben 10 Aliens I think if there was a little bit of... (laughs) I think if there was a a storyline that actually kind of made sense... It could work. And they spent a little more time making the Hulk not look like a big green ball, then this movie could have been a little better. Yeah. And I don't, like, again, I don't think the Hulk looks that... Can we talk about his super stretchy sock that he has? Do you remember that? 
What? No. He hulks out and like I, I kept being like, is it is it still on there? And like his sock was on there for a long oh, time. Oh yeah, then it explodes. And I'm like, why? Why is that in the film? It's so weird. Also, the further into the movie it gets, the more and more like Hulk transformations there are. He turns back into Bruce pretty much for no reason because like two minutes later he's back to being the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what was the point? Of, and like most of the time there's no reason for it let's listen to what some of you guys yeah. had to say <laughs> um so alfonso valser all right Gabe, come on valser cal oh Valsercal. no that's, that's alfonso <laughs> said are you familiar with the amazing bulk yeah i am okay well he said that that's more entertaining than this fucking hot mess which, i believe it yep you, you know that's fair enough. Never seen it, but I'm aware that it exists. It's probably better because it's probably a worse movie, but it's more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it might be. It definitely isn't. As I mean, long it's a, it's as a this Hulk ripoff, thing. so it it's, is. It's isn't not going to be very good. <laughs> isn't he purple? Isn't it like a man painted purple? I think it probably is. It's probably like Lou Ferrigno levels of like costume, but he's just purple. Yeah, I don't even think it's that. I think. Or, yeah, has... it's probably worse. Yeah, because at least Lou Ferrigno is like like built. He's like super he's built, yeah. <laughs> he's in great shape. It's just some probably... fucking bold guy, I'm pretty sure. And, like, the whole thing's on a green screen. Like, it's literally on an awful green screen. They filmed it in their backyard. Yeah, you know, there's no way they didn't. I don't... Yeah, probably not. I don't know how people even found out about that movie. I think it was a red-letter media thing, and then people were like, oh, okay, there it is. I think it's just one of those things that people, like, stumble across, and uh, they, like, show their friends, and, like, hey, this is dumb, and it just kind of oh, like spreads th- from like there. Oh, like this podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, share it. Share it around. Share it wherever you can. Um, please. We please. appreciate it. We need more people to buy those t-shirts that you're <laughs> All making, I assume. Uh, Luke, last you name. get a merch set up. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Fucking get us on Redbubble. If somebody just wants to put us on there, just do it. We won't be involved. You can have all the profits from it. I don't care. <laughs> I'll buy a shirt. That's fine. You can steal our idea you for t-shirts for free. That that would really entertain me if somebody made these shirts. I would totally buy. They them. just they somehow like they somehow send them to you. <laughs> I'll take all of them. I will take anything you have. Please, I am in debt. Luke, last name that we always fuck up, says that... We should figure out how to say that last name. <laughs> okay, do you want to figure it out? No, like, we should, like, ask him how do we pronounce this so that we can say it right. <laughs> okay, great. But for now, Luke O says that this movie barely seems real, which I kind of agree with. It seems like a thing that isn't... Like, it doesn't feel like it's an f- actual film. This, it feels like it's, like, a, a joke. This like movie a Saturday Night Live gave thing. me tv movie vibes this didn't feel like a theatrical movie this felt like back when we were watching tv movies i don't know if i felt that i just felt like it's weird that there's an eric banna hulk movie just like it's weird that oh also you know what i hate the way i say hulk i hate it whenever i listen back to it it sounds really weird i think it's it's just not a fun it's just a weird word so like everyone says it weird anyway (laughs) random aside he also says that he seems to remember big mutant poodles fuck let me say that again that was awful Pig mutant boodles. <laughs> big, big booty noodles. Um, he says that he also seems to remember big mutant poodles and that it's bad. Those are both fine and fair. <laughs> Which I, don't I mean, the the pig mutant noodles are really Shut good. the fuck up. No one's going to know because I'm going to. I know I have to keep that in. <laughs> okay, let's check in with Paul. Paul says. Paul has got a whole Paul, list for us. Paul, our biggest fan. Our biggest fan. He says that the villain is shit. He looks like a dirty, mushy pee, not the villain, Hulk. 
he says that the flashbacks are weird. He says it's weird that he was born the Hulk, but also that nuclear blast made him the Hulk. So I guess what I I think it's like he had the Hulk gene, but then it was unleashed by the That's nuclear what explosion. I got from it. There's a guy who works with them. There's a third guy. And, and he just dies, well, kind of. Well, no, Hulk... No, he's fine. Bruce he Banner sa- saves him from the gamma blast. By taking the entire blast but, to the face. And that's... But that's the Hulk's origin. He saves Rick Jones from, like, a gamma testing site. The guy is not Rick Jones. He has a different name. Just make him Rick Jones. Because that is a character that's one of the most important Hulk characters, and he's never been in a film. He's one of the only characters that people refuse to put in a movie. <laughs> there's no reason why you can't just fucking chuck him in there. I mean, there's no reason for them to do it there or not is. to do it. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason for... So I don't get a sense that like him and that guy were really friends. I mean, I don't know. They talk about like a bike helmet or whatever. It's fine. They say he looks like a loser with a bi- with a bike helmet on, and he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, he does. I kind of enjoy the moment. I, I, I That's a fun little moment where they're talking about, like, oh, you're going to look like an idiot in front of Betty if you have the bike helmet on. He's like, fuck you, guy. And then the second Betty shows up, he takes it off. I'm like, <laughs> ah, that's fun. That's, that's very, like, MCU comedy kind of thing. He says something that we brought up last week, which I have been very eager to explore a little bit. The MCU thing. He hates that it ends where the Incredible Hulk begins. And I told you about that last week, and it really does. It ends with him in, like, South America. I don't even remember very much about the Incredible Hulk, so mm-hmm. I don't remember how it starts. Well, it's, I don't even it remember. Starts in does South he America. get his powers in that movie, or does he have them already? There's a recap. Over, it's actually the best way to do it because there's not 40 minutes of origin story. It doesn't take 40 minutes for him to turn into the Hulk inside of a dark lab. <laughs> no, exactly. It's it's over the opening credits. He gets it. It's just like Bruce Banner, gamma scientist. Oh, he gets the blast. Oh, he he put. A bunch of sci- he till- killed two scientists, put a bunch of the other ones in the hospital. Right, like it's really well done, and it establishes everything in such a quick span of time. So he's already pre-established. So is it a sequel? Is there any reason why it couldn't really be? I think we're gonna have to wait until we rewatch the Incredible Hulk to really yeah, find out. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to actually see it first. I mean, I guess it could be. Yeah, which what does that mean? It means that the MCU started in 2003. That's exactly what it means. <laughs> and then didn't continue in, like, what, 2008? 2008, yeah. Like, it, it, that's very intriguing to me, though, that that's how they decided to start their next movie. Because these are both universal. Yeah. So, it's going to be a couple episodes until we can... Somebody on Reddit brought it up. Okay, yeah, doesn't surprise me. Or, I mean, not exactly. They're just, like... They're pretty much asking if they're actually connected. It was originally meant to be a sequel to this, Mm. but then during rewrites, Edward Norton was like, no, this is a reboot. So then they just started, like, cutting out things that would connect it to this one. Okay, but they didn't cut out the fucking... I guess they didn't cut out the very beginning. Just go all the way. Yeah, so I guess it's, it's like a half sequel. It's like, it's like the stepbrother. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I was planning on rewatching Incredible Hulk after this last night, but I was so fucking tired. I didn't start it until, like, 9, and I was so tired during it. Like, I fell asleep for the end, because I wanted to be like, could these really be that connected? Because that's a weird coincidence. Yeah, apparently there's, there's, there's nothing that, like, connects them, but there's no contradictions either. Yeah. And the only connection is the very beginning of the movie, and other than that, there's, like, it could be... But there could be. There's no evidence like for it or against it, other than the very beginning of the movie. I guess we're gonna have to 
we're just gonna have to find out when we get to I think to that. we can just assume that they're connected. <laughs> I guess we I can. Mean, they were supposed to be, and it's more fun that way. <laughs> it's kind of more fun to say that Hulk is part... Like, it's not part of the MCU, but it's, like, loosely connected, and that's kind of interesting to me. I know most people hate it, it's but... It's like the one family... It's like the family member that got kicked out of the family. <laughs> yeah, it's like me. <laughs> I don't know. I've always thought that was interesting now things are so tight nothing can be in the same universe like every single movie we've watched has been in a different universe where they're not connected like at all other than like little references yeah but well even other than then, like like sequels like x-men or like yeah, nothing but else. even then the x-men sequels have so much like continuity like problems that they're probably in different universes <laughs> yeah i think the best way to watch those movies continuity like free just, is just assume that they're not connected they're all, at all exactly that's the best way to do it i don't hate it i don't think it's awful i just think it's i don't whatever. think it's that great either no it's like right oh, no. in the middle yeah there it's was just nothing middling. that great about it every, which is I, weird because that's like kind of how i felt about last week <laughs> everyone yeah but that's such a better movie oh uh, well, yeah, so yeah, yeah. much better than this it's definitely better, but it's just, like... A little indifferent about yeah. these last two, but not in the same way at all. Last week really had a lot of skill like, behind it and I, some great stuff. I feel like last week was more, like, indifferent but leaning towards positive, and this is just, Indifferent like, leaning towards negative. Not even leaning towards negative, it's just right in the middle of indifferent. Yeah, but how many, how many positive things have we said about this movie? That's fair. This one is definitely a little more negative than positive. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the thing is, I don't even think that this is very bad, so... No, me either. I wouldn't say that there's... It's, like, actually, like, negative or it's, bad or anything. It's just full of... It's full of puzzling choices. There's just... Yeah, there's just a lot of weird choices in this. Is that it? I think so. I don't think I really have too much else to say other than this is a weird movie it's weird movie. i wouldn't really recommend it <laughs> no it's you don't need to see this it's kind of just like you can watch it if you're curious but there's you're not missing a whole lot if you don't see it if you, if you stumble i think i've said this before if you stumble across it on like spike tv somebody made a video oh my God. about which hulk would win the one from the avengers or this hulk <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Is it a screw attack? <laughs> no, it's just some random channel. Okay. But the video has 7 million views, so... Well, we'll have to watch that after this. Yeah. I would love to I, see them defend I wonder it. who would win. Yeah. Well, this Hulk's pretty fucking strong, though. It depends on what time in the MCU it is. All right, let's do this right now. Okay. <laughs> so let's just say... add another half an hour to this episode. Sure, why not? <laughs> let's say Avengers Hulk versus this Hulk. I feel or do like... you want to do a different Hulk? I feel like we can go through each of the MCU Hulks. All right, let's do it. Let's spice <laughs> this one up. Okay, so Incredible, Incredible Hulk. Hulk. I feel like that one would win. He's very violent. Yeah. Like, this Hulk's ripping dogs in half, but Incredible Hulk... But that's Hulk... about it. He doesn't really... He doesn't even, like, kill anybody. Well... Even even though he throws well, a tank. I think he kills all those army guys when he's no. smashing tanks into it. You don't a think so? Apparent. I mean, he fucking threw a tank into a sand dune, and apparently those guys were fine. I don't think those guys were fine. They, one of them walked out of the tank. Oh, I was... Like, he was completely fine. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> So like I don't think I don't think the one in this actually killed anybody. Okay, look, there's one moment in Incredible Hulk that this Hulk could never do, or at least never got the chance to do. Which there's a scene where fucking Emil Blonsky, who turns into the Abomination, it's Tim Roth from Pulp Fiction. He's walking right up to the Hulk and he's like shooting grenade launches at him, and the Hulk's just copping all of that. And then the Hulk kicks him and he fucking flies a million miles and hits a tree. <laughs> Let me find that, because it's one of the coolest fucking things ever. That movie is, I like a lot. I think that's really <laughs> underrated. 
Also, in that movie, Betty Ross is, like, elbowing fucking army guys in the face and giving them bloody noses and shit. Like, she's... So much She's getting a lot more movie. to do. Yeah, she really is, because they knew how to write characters. And again, I think people are fine in this. I think they just don't have anything to do. So the Incredible Hulk wins. By, by a long shot. For that scene. We rewatched the scene. It's one of the coolest fucking things. He's using, like, halves of helicopters and car doors as fucking knives. Like, he's very intelligent. And he kicks Blonsky into that tree so good. So Incredible Hulk wins. Avengers yeah. Hulk beat up a god. And fucking punched a space yeah. whale in the face. So that one... He wins. We win. Age of Ultron Hulk... He's sad. He has self-doubt. Yeah. But he also... And he gets beat up by... The Hulkbuster. Yeah. I so think... I feel like it could be a little closer. It, it might be, like... Yeah. I think pre-Hulkbuster, maybe he's got that, but then 2003 Hulk could beat him after that. Yeah. Because he's all sad in the I second I think it would just movie. depend on who could last longer. Uh, yeah, I know that that's kind of bad, but... <laughs> okay, uh, Ragnarok Hulk. Ragnarok Hulk is a fucking warrior. Yeah, and it's back to beating intelligent his too. <laughs> Yeah, Professor Hulk he could take. Yeah. Just... 2003 Hulk has got that. Yeah, yeah. in the bag. Not like, a fucking it... question. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like, every time I think of Endgame Hulk, I just think of when he punches the car and goes, Rah, yeah. <laughs> well, even if you think of, like, the final fight, he doesn't do that much, because he's, yeah. he's nerfed, because he fucking snapped, so. Alright, well, that's our consensus. We'll have to watch that video and see what they say, but there's no so, way. in conclusion, 2003 Hulk is weak as shit. <laughs> and in conclusion, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MarvelMoviePod. You can find me on Great Instagram <laughs> at FlipDeg. You can find me on Twitter at FlipDeg, but the E and Egg is a three. Uh, anything else? Gmail, MarvelMoviePod, gmail.com. Don't know if I said that already. Franny, as far as I'm concerned, that man's whole body is property of the U.S. Army, and he will absolutely not be permitted to have an Instagram account. And that is all I have to say about that. Don't watch this movie. It's fine, but don't worry yeah, about it. just... Just watch The Incredible Hulk instead, or watch one of the the older ones that we've yeah, already done. Yeah, they're fun, except maybe not The Death of the Incredible Speaking Hulk. That was not which, as good. Watch the episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what? Unless oh, you yeah, want yeah. To. Check Unless out our episodes the- yeah. on those. Check out all three episodes tr- that we've already the, done the, on them. The Trial of the Incredible Hulk episode still might be my favorite. Watch episode. the one with Thor in it, because that one is the that's best. That's a great one. That's, yeah, that's better than the this The Daredevil movie. one's pretty good, too. Don't watch Death, because yeah, that one's yeah. okay. That but. one's fine. It's not, not as good as the other. Not two. as no, not nearly. <laughs> this has been fun. Listen to that episode of Podcasters Assemble. That's it. Take it all!